Today on Locked On Rockies, playing the what if game and getting concerned, well, more concerned about the general apathy from Rockies fans towards their beloved team. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 21st day of, or well, 22nd day, I'm sorry, of December here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us here and making us your first listen of the day, we are your daily Colorado Rockies podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, you're in the right spot because that's what we do around here each and every day is talk Rockies baseball here on your favorite streaming services and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show. You can fire off your Rockies hot takes. Let me know what's on your mind when it comes to the Colorado Rockies today. Uh, I wanted to, uh, I had a nice little exchange with friend of the show, Patrick Lyons, and wanted to dive into our little what if game and uh, unfortunately saw more bummer takes from Rockies fans, really just Rockies fans that are upset, that are kind of fed up, that are frustrated, that are apathetic as a lot of us are kind of looking for the purpose and the you know, th- it, it, th- this is a tough time. It's it's tough sledding a lot of the times for Rockies fans. But but right now, especially, and we, we've highlighted this already a few times this offseason, but to hear these responses, to hear that my, my friend who has never had trouble getting people to buy in to see the, his season ticket package, which are great seats, the seats I grew up using, That's a clear problem and one that I'm not necessarily sure that we're going to uh, see a change anytime soon. Uh, The Rockies do also make a small move to add some depth to the line, uh, the, or the pitching rotation uh, and the bullpen. And uh, it's a familiar face. So we're going to dive into all of that today on this episode of Locked on Rockies. Before we dive into everything, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Uh, so I was uh, scrolling around on the old social medias, on the old Twitters, X, whatever it is, and uh, Patrick Lyons, friend of the show, tweets this out. Uh, this was uh, here on Thursday and uh, the 21st. It's been five years since the fate of the Rockies was decided after playoff appearances in 2017 and 2018. Colorado signed Daniel Murphy to a two-year deal on this date in 2018, ending any chance of bringing back DJ LeMayhew. We wish we could redo that, Dick Momford said in 2021. Quick uh, player comparison there, just between the uh, two seasons, just so you can compare these two players. And uh, remember... Uh, especially think of where the Rockies could have been in 2019 and what they could have built towards in 2019. Daniel Murphy with the Colorado Rockies uh, there plays in 132 games for the Rockies, gets 122 hits, driving in 78 RBI with 13 home runs. Uh, He uh, batted 279 with an OBP of 328, a slugging of 452, an OPS of 780. All right, and an OPS plus of 89. Not all that great. Not exactly what you were hoping for. 
Uh, on the flip side, DJ LeMahieu in 2019 was an all-star that year. Played in 145 games, had 197 hits that season and scored 109 times. He hit 26 home runs, driven 102 RBI uh, on top of batting 276 with uh, an OBP of 321, 428, and an OPS of 749. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I was looking at the wrong year. Uh, this is uh, a batting average of 327, an OBP of 375, and a slugging percentage of 518 for an OPS of 893 and an OPS plus of 136. He came in fourth in the MVP voting that year. He was an all-star and a silver slugger. He would follow that up in the pandemic-shortened season by dominating yet again. A massive. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if anyone uh, caught me on Affected by Altitude. I can't remember which exact episode it is. And um, there's rocky signings that that people will point out and, and, and have issues with. I will never forget this moment. I will never forget this team punting the way that it did. There is absolutely no excuse that DJ LeMahieu was not re-signed to the Colorado Rockies. Really wasn't. I mean, he was so crucial in the playoff games. He was so effective at driving in runs. He was so good at he he was an elite second baseman. Two-time All-Star for the Colorado Rockies. He had won the Gold Glove in back-to-back seasons before uh, going moving away from the Rockies. He uh, finished in the MVP, got an MVP vote, and a couple of them in 2016. Uh, plain and simple. This was a move that was an absolute mistake. And yes, DJ LeMahieu has gone on to have uh, some, some, some concerns in terms of health uh, here in the back end of his year. That's not what you were worried about. You had one of the, literally a guy that was a dream for Coors Field mixed in with great second base defense. And, Let's go to this uh, the my my exchange here with Patrick Lyons here as I as I asked I said what do you think that happens if the Rockies sign DJ instead Patrick Lyons here since second base would be set making the B rod for El Muto trade would have meant a third consecutive postseason in 2019 maybe a World Series appearance and a ring question mark during the shortened 2020 season suffice to say the state of the club would be much different club than it is now and I followed that up with a certain third baseman is probably still with the club in that scenario as well yeah. And uh, uh, Patrick follows that up with 100%. What ifs and things and all that matters is is is, is a game to play. But but to sit there and, and Dick Mopford to say, yeah, we wish we had that one back. Just highlights, again, the biggest concerns. That's mis-evaluation. That's totally swinging and missing. The Rockies swung and missed at first base and catcher during that entire playoff postseason uh, window. As small as it may be, their evaluation of talent was poor. Their ability to get deals done and 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 make the decisions that that they knew were going to be beneficial. I, I again, this this is up there with the John Gray letting them walk. There's just I I don't understand why the Rockies looked at their playoff teams and they said, "Those are the people we can afford to lose. Those are the people we can afford to replace." Because instead of doing the dance with Ian Desmond, I mean, you could have even, even if you liked Brendan Rodgers, even if you couldn't get JT Real Muto, you still have Brendan Rodgers coming up to play second base. You move DJ LeMahieu over to first, where he's currently playing for the New York Yankees. And then you can DH him when a DH comes along, especially in 2020. 
So as we're going through this moment, and as I'm about to lead into our next segment, which is the, the, the fan interest being so low, this anniversary is a, is a reminder of how poorly the Colorado Rockies handed their contention, handed, handled their contention window. This is what happens when your player evaluation is so far behind other teams. This is what happens when your analytics team is so far behind every other team. This is where your lack of, 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 abil- of, 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 of ability to properly evaluate and, 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 and retain key pieces to your roster show up. Well, you might be saying, aren't you, aren't you, I mean, DJ LeMay, you might be blowing it out of, wa- out of the water. Are, are you overreacting a little bit? DJ LeMay, who has a uh, higher career war by Daniel Murphy by 11.5 points. And yes, that, that, that counts as Yankees. Uh, I, I know that counts as uh, his time as a Yankee, which has been not quite as much, but almost, uh, he has now played, what is that? Uh, four, five seasons, four and a half. If you go with that with the Yankees compared to playing six with Colorado. I mean, he's basically split his time 50-50. And instead of realizing that you had a 30-war capable player who's someone that can, uh, for their career, bat 292, 354, 415, OPS 769, and OPS plus of 102, for a guy that doesn't come close to those numbers. I don't quite understand. I don't know what the Rockies saw. Actually, I'm sorry. Career op- slugging and OPS better and OPS plus better for uh, for uh, Daniel Murphy. Apologies there. But overall, I, I just don't see how you look at a guy, all two-time all-star, Multiple-time gold glove. I know these are just awards, but but there's a reason why they win that. There's a reason why you're being recognized there. DJ LeMayhew, during his time with the Colorado Rockies, batted three. He was batting over 300 every season in a row. Three seasons in a row, leading up to 2018, before he was a Yankee. In 2018, he batted 276. He drove, I mean, he still is was super effective. He, and he still clearly had plenty of potential with, with, with the way the Rockies could have used him. Showing a, a, the offensive a, a thump that he still has and the production he has had in New York. So I'm kind of just rambling on this, but but as we as we try to build up our hope in this organization, can we believe that if this team does have a group of young, exciting players, are they going to be able to properly evaluate and hang on to them? Or are they going to be able to evaluate and make a move in which they can move on and, and benefit that way via the trade and capitalizing there? Jury's still out. I'm not convinced. Uh, I want to talk about, unfortunately, Rockies fans being down in the dumps because uh, Evan Lang, our friend, uh, friend of the show, uh, tweeted out something about Rockies fans and uh, got a lot of responses. And unfortunately, not the responses uh, that you were hoping for. We're going to talk about that. We're going to dive into uh, 
all of uh, the responses that uh, I saw coming up here next in segment number two. Before we dive into that, I want to tell you about our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel's got you covered here with the NFL action as we get closer to the postseason. And plenty of exciting NFL action all weekend long. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150. If your team wins, all you got to do, head to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on for that offer. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Broncos. They're entering a pretty positive stretch. If you believe in their playoff chances, they got to win out. So why not bet the Broncos, believe in the Broncos, and win $150 in bonus bets when you do so. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL, the NFL postseason and all the rest of the regular season. Action FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and you can find that offer at fanduel.com slash locked on. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming services, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show and fire off your Rockies hot takes and let me know what's on your mind, just like Rob V says the Rockies will definitely lose 100 plus games again this year. The Rockies are truly the definition of insanity. They do the same thing year after year and expect different results. You can't really argue with with all of that there. It's uh they they have they have, have patterns. They have uh similar things that they do and uh certainly run through these cycles of how much better can they truly get and how much rebuilding and how much faith do we have in the team in general. So uh, thank you for uh, your comments there. Thank you for uh, always being our first listen, uh, making us your first listen of the day. We really do appreciate that. Hey, uh, speaking of cool YouTube channels, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Uh, so... Uh, I was uh, we in the first segment, we talked about the uh, a what if and we and we compared DJ LeMahieu to Daniel Murphy. And uh, I, I think I agree with Patrick. I don't necessarily know if it leads to a ring, but in that shortened season, I, I like the Rockies with DJ LeMahieu on that roster more than I like him with Daniel Murphy on that roster. And I like the potential that uh, DJ LeMahieu would have brought to that team there, especially in those two years, two of the best uh, years that uh, DJ LeMahieu had in his career. Um, but I was kind of bummed to see this. Uh, I was bummed to see this response and tweet from a friend of the show, Evan Lang, uh, you know, purple row, Rocky mountain rooftop, all that good stuff here. And, and it goes with what I was hearing from my buddy Jambron as well. Longtime season ticket holder. He can't get anyone to, to buy in on, on his, uh, season tickets. I mean, it's a package. They split great seats and it's been something that's been going on for a while. Even with bad Rockies teams in the past, even with other Rockies teams, this has got to be one of the lowest 
points of view. The, the Rockies have to have the some of the least amount of interest from their fans in their team's history right now. I don't think that that's crazy to, to say. I think that this team is is in serious jeopardy right now when it comes to fan interest. I think the Rockies have a long way to go to really bring back passionate Rockies fans. They there there will it, it will be a long time before the feelings of being a Rockies fan in, in 17 and 18 come back. Even if the Rockies are showing bounce back and showing potential. Because this team hasn't earned enough trust throughout its time existing. This team hasn't been consistent enough to earn the overall trust from the fan. They will earn the support and they will earn and they earn the attendance because people like going. They've done a good job of making the game day experience worthwhile and making it something that that is enjoyable for fans to go to. But I'm talking about fans. I'm talking about people that are going to buy in. I'm talking about the people that tune into this podcast every day. I'm talking about the people that are that follow this team day in, day out, watch nine innings of baseball 162 game plus and, and ideally in a perfect world 162 plus games a year that interest that passion has got to be a fraction of what it was a couple years ago this team is so desperate for a pulse in terms of fandom in terms of fan engagement, there was just a celebratory season last year that was one of the worst. Se- that was the worst season of all time in terms of wins and losses for the Colorado Rockies. And then, and then this is what I read: Evan Lang here posts on uh, on X. Uh, the number of people I see thinking the Rockies don't care, so why should I? Because of the absolute radio silence from the organization this offseason makes me incredibly sad. This team is losing its passionate fan base because of its insularity and foolish decisions. Trevor Salzman, he's posted before. He's a passionate Rockies fan. I think they care, he responds. It's just hard to acquire pitching right now, and every team needs it so bad. I understand your frustrations, though. Hopefully the Rockies will make some moves before the offseason is over. Pitching is the key, no doubt. Evan responds, I think if the team was uh, was a lot more open with the fan base, it would be a bit easier to swallow. The team by nature is very insular and secretive. That's that's one of the things that's that that really sticks with me. That that I really really don't like about the Rockies. Don't I just don't ignore me. Be- because this is what they can do. Uh, with with this lack of fan interest, with this lack of accountability. They they don't have to deal with the the, the Denver sports radio stations aren't going to spend forever grilling the Rockies in the middle of football season and basketball season and hockey season. Right now, the Rockies just will come and go. You get your little bit of interest when it comes to opening day, and then it'll fade away. Bring it back up when the Rockies do something ridiculous. Fade away. Oh, the Rockies season, it come and goes, fade away. That's, that's it right there. That's the buzz about the Colorado Rockies. And I'm not trying to take away from the players, but but that is a direct result of how this team has handled things since 2019. Since the offseason, after the 2018 season, the Rockies organization has put themselves into this position. 
from going from the highest high points of 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 the franchise back-to-back playoffs even i mean that was the best thing since the world series and the fact that there was an a shot at the series there was but here we are here we are instead uh let's see patrick kaplan says i will always be here and waste my money every year 2027 will come eventually the diehards we love it i i legit i love it i love people that are riding and dieting with this team that's what i'm doing it's not fun all the time but my 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 wagon has been hitched i am a rockies fan for the rest of time this is my team. And it's in it stinks big time that my favorite sports team is in this spot. Kenneth the Gray says Rockies until I die, but yeah, even the other Denver sports have recently invested in teams in the last 10 years. We have a Super Bowl, Stanley Cup, and an NBA champ. Too bad I'm a baseball fan foremost. I'm right there with you, Kenneth. Colorado Cardboard says, hard being a Rockies fan when both the team, those teams that play a ball arena are playing the way they are. It's truly a bummer. The front office won't spend. Rhino says, spot on, Evan. AJ Borger says, the Rockies care about turning a nice profit for their owners. Over the past five years, they have made monumental mistake after monumental mistake, and it will set this franchise back decades and result in a lost generation of Rockies fans. I, I don't think that that's crazy to say. I don't think there's a lot of passionate Rockies fans passing passing down their Rockies fandom. I think there's a lot of people that have that have moved on. There's a lot of people that their fan with is taken up by Broncos, Nuggets, and Avalanche, or college, or ma'am, you know, or lacrosse or MLS. I mean, there there's plenty of other things going on in Colorado in terms of sports to take your mind away from it. And this DJ LeMahieu, uh, you know, misstep just really does highlight the fact that the Rockies did miss out on arguably the biggest opportunity to create a legion of passionate Rockies fans. Instead, they've turned them off, turned them away from the team and pissed them off. And that's a bummer. It's, it's a huge, huge bummer. Uh, just some more uh, some more uh, responses here. Uh, Mark says, I think the Otani thing sent me down the path of brushing off baseball because it's not even fair how a team can continuously stack the, dense, the deck against us. And not just us, I guess. Only a few teams can compete with that. <sighs> yeah, I mean, the salary cap stuff is a tough one. It is. It, it, it's just for me, all of the Dodgers hype hasn't paid off. And I mean, all these other teams have spent money and done these things and it hasn't always paid off. Baseball's so weird that way. And the Rockies were in a position that they had a bunch of really good players, could have kept control of those players and could have done interesting things to build around those players, but they didn't do that. And that's what makes it a, a frustrating thing for me. Even though, of course, it is incredibly, incredibly frustrating that it always leads back to the Dodgers spending as much as they can. Uh, T. Swizzle says relocation is the only long-term solution, unfortunately. I don't think that's true. Uh, let's see. 
All right, I think that's 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 really about. Uh, there's there's more. I mean, that's the problem. That that list goes on and on there on on Evans' list, but but there's plenty of there are plenty of reasons to look at this team and be disappointed. I just I don't know. At, at this point. I, I don't think I can hammer it home enough. We we've taught we've had this be the, the key thing in multiple episodes now. The most important thing the Rockies can do is change their image. During this rebuild, I'm 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 telling you, their reputation needs a massive overhaul. Their image in the league needs an overhaul. Their image to their fans need an overhaul. This team needs so much change from within on top of the changes we need to see on the field that things are just going to look lost and murky. And we're just going to sit here in radio silence with this team. And we'll just get stuff that pops up like the news that the Rockies have reunited with the pitcher that they used a lot last year. And honestly, you know what? It's a fine move. It's really, it's not going to move the needle much, but it'll give you some, it'll give the Rockies some depth. And we'll talk about that coming up in segment number three. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming services and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show, firing off your Rockies hot takes. Best way to help the show grow is by liking the videos, subscribing to the videos, uh, subscribing to the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. Really, really do appreciate all of you tuning in and uh, continuing to check out the show here throughout the offseason. We've, uh, you know, it's been it's been a nice, uh, I've been uh, really pumped to see how many people keep tuning in and uh, want to get their Rockies fixed because th- that's what I mean, or or I did not what I mean. That's I, I want to just go back to, to the, our segment number two there, and I just say there's a lot of Rockies fans out there that love this team and want to care and want to put their time and energy behind this team. The team just needs to the the team frankly needs to do more. The pressure is on the Rockies to impress the fan. Not really because. The, the stadium's still packed. They're making money and they're fine. But the perception, at least. All right. Uh, small move for the Rockies here, but uh, one that uh, is is fine. Uh, it's uh, not going to move the needle too much, but it's a, it's a guy that uh, the Rockies can turn to. And, and hopefully if he's not uh, used as extensively as he was, he can be effective. But uh, unfortunately, the, the, the pitch mix still doesn't uh doesn't uh really really impress what you do uh tie block returns to the Rockies on a minor league contract uh here uh, apparently he turned down an opportunity to go to Korea to to uh pitch but uh yesterday or no, last season yesterday uh four, uh, 44 and a third innings of 5.89 ERA ball this is from uh, MLB trade rumors is Anthony Franco uh, he pitched for 78 inning. I was that no 78 frames. Uh, the third highest workload of his career last season, uh, 5.5 earned runs per nine at MLB level. And he was outrighted from the roster. Uh, the important thing I think to, to keep in mind when you're looking at uh, a block here, especially as uh, Anthony points out in this piece, 
Uh, the Rockies will keep him around as a non-roster depth option. Block doesn't throw hard, averaging 89.3 miles per hour in sinker this year. He has never missed many bats as a result, but the Creighton product has strong control. Block has walked a little over 7% of opponents in his major league career. He kept that to a 6.8 rate in the majors last season. Uh, so uh, as long as he's not walking people, not giving up free passes, uh, he will give some depth to the Rockies and probably pitch out of the bullpen. You've seen Ty Block pitch. You know what you're getting with Ty Block. It was pretty much an inevitable move. So, uh, there you go. <laughs> what more analysis really do you need there? No, he's not going to fill the rotation. Yes, the Rockies are still facing issues when it comes to the uh, the fact that they only have three pitchers that are fully slated to be starters right now. Uh, we'll see what they do with some of the young guys uh, there, but... Rockies bring back Ty Block and um, maybe with a little less work and uh, a little overworking. He can be effective, but uh, hopefully he can just be the band-aid in games and not give free pace, uh, free passes out, but not missing bats, throwing up weak pitches. Not always going to work in course field, <laughs> as we know. Uh, folks, that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Back in action next week, we're going to talk about some of the uh, rule changes that baseball are seeing and uh, some of them uh, and give our reactions to that. We'll also of course be seeing if any Rockies news breaks over the holiday uh, weekend. We shall see. Uh, but folks until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the locked on Rockies podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day for your second listen. Go check out locked on MLB or if you need more Colorado sports coverage, locked on's got you covered with the locked on Broncos, locked on avalanche, locked on nuggets, and Locked On Buffs podcast, all free and streaming on your favorite streaming services. Until next time, I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.